Welcome to Easy in the Harness, stories, solutions, and strategies for safe, satisfying driving. The name of this podcast is derived from a Robert Frost quote, actually. You have freedom when you're easy in your harness. And the idea of that is that when we are working within the systems that we are using, that we're the work's easy. It becomes much easier if you're not fighting against what's there. So this podcast is all about working animals in harness from agriculture to performance driving at the international level. So we're learning about what driving is, training tips, history, and more with each episode. This first episode, we are going to focus on governing organizations. And I guess I should introduce myself. My name is Corey Trout. I am a driving trainer, instructor. I train horses and people how to drive. I also do some ridden dressage, train horses and people in that too. I've been driving since, we'll say 2007 for sure, and have been teaching and training driving horses since 2011. So that's a little bit of my background. We'll go more into that in another podcast, but today we are talking about resources, governing organizations, education, and other stuff like that. So you know where to look if you want more information about driving. I figured this was a perfect place to start because it helps people who want to know more about driving find places where they can learn more. So we're going to start off with our governing organizations. When I say governing organization, these are big groups that put on, you know, horse shows, educational seminars, and other events that could be useful for people who are getting into driving. I'm going to kind of start out with the International Equestrian Federation. I know those letters are in the wrong order because the official language of the FEI is technically French, so that's the order the letters are in French. But anyways, this is the Organization for International Equestrian Sport. This is great for finding and watching international competitions. It gives you competition rules and requirements at the international level. And you can find out the information at fei.org slash driving. You can also get there through just fei.org. But while it is great for seeking information about international competitions, it does kind of a poor job of pointing equestrians towards local sources. Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> the best you can probably do is find the names of competitors who live in your country and go from there. But if you want to watch people at the top level do their thing, it's a great place to start. So you'll see things like the foreign hand co competitions at the combined driving events, even the uh, international pony competitions, singles, pairs, all the way up to the foreign hand. So FEI is good for that stuff, not so good for local people unless you happen to live in a town where these events occur. So next, or, and I will note that uh, most of these organizations are kind of U.S. heavy because that's where I live. If you need more information about your own country, 
check with your national equestrian federation. So like in the U.S., that would be the United States Equestrian Federation, also called, uh, what is it, U.S. Equestrian. And you can contact them about, you know, the driving portion and see if they have additional information. But so far as people that are outside of the U.S. and Canada, I don't have as much knowledge about that. But continuing on, our next organization is the American Driving Society. This is a North American organization. It includes the USA and Canada. So it's a great resource for drivers that are in Canada and the USA. It has educational resources. It has information on local instructors and driving clubs. If you click on their website, which is americandrivingsociety.org, under the About Us grouping, there is a submenu called Regions, and you can click on your region and find if there are any organizations or people in your area that you can get in contact with. The ADS, as it is also called, is good for finding national petitions for the U.S. and Canada. They post their omnibus annually, and that's where you would find competitions as well as, I think, some of the other events, too. So it's not just the combined driving events, but also uh, more pleasure-style shows and other things that they have going on, marathon paces, stuff like that. So... You will also find the competition rule books, the dressage tests for the combined driving events or even driven dressage, dates, etc. and so forth. They do also have resources for recreational drivers. They have a kind of cool program that's called the ADS Hours to Drive program. So you log your hours that you spend driving horses throughout the year. And I think they have prizes for each level of hours you've put in, like 50, 100, 1,000 hours. And then they also do a regional competition. So I think the region that has the most logged hours gets a prize too. So more details on their website. They also have a Driving Buddies program, which is kind of cool. I didn't realize they had this one until I was looking up the Hours to Drive program more. But it's basically you can log in your hours spent riding along in a vehicle also. So those of you who are not as comfortable driving yourself, you can also participate through just riding along and logging those hours. So again, that website is americandrivingsociety.org. They are geared more towards competitive driving, but they do have stuff for recreational drivers too. They also have information on their website for getting drivers started. They have their, I believe they have a YouTube channel and they have videos and stuff available on their website so that you can look up information and learn more about driving. The next and governing type organization is the Carriage Association of America. Their motto is helping preserve our horse-drawn heritage. They have information on local chapters and also the Driver Proficiency Program, which encourages driver education and competence. So the driver proficiency program is pretty cool. They have three different levels, level one, two, and three. Oh, they also have one that's specifically for driving in traffic, you know, on the road with motorized vehicles, but how to safely do that. And that program was developed with the help of several other, or several driving professionals to help ensure that, you know, if 
somebody's been through this program, they actually kind of know how to safe, safely hitch, safely drive, manage their horses, etc., and so forth. And I believe there are some insurance organizations that would give you a discount if you have this certification underneath your belt. And I want to say also that there are certain carriage um, businesses that require this certification. So they are found at caaonline.com. And they also do things like educational trips. They're very focused on education. I guess I'll discuss this more on the education end. But that's the Carriage Association of America. Our next grouping of governing organizations I will refer to as local carriage societies and clubs. A lot of times you can find these under the American Driving Society umbrella but some of them aren't necessarily linked in with that. Some of them are linked in with the Carriage Association of America or just independent local people that like to drive together. So oftentimes these are linked to a national organization, but sometimes they're not. It just depends on who's putting it together. They should, these organizations should be able to help you find information for more local instructors and resources, such as you know places where you can buy vehicles, harnesses, or people who procure vehicles and harnesses for people and stuff like that. Uh, events, whether it's competition or just fun play days, clinics, etc., and so forth. That would be where you would be contacting your local carriage society or club. Another grouping of organizations would be draft horse and mule organizations. These should have information for knowledgeable people and resources for equipment and harness in relationship to draft horses and mules. And spe more specifically, a lot of them are agricultural bent, so you know, working the land with the animals. Some of them might feed into more of the show side of it too. But these organizations should, if especially if you have draft horses and mules, and even draft ponies, they should be able to help you out with what you need there. Um, they may also do events and competitions, educational opportunities, depending on each individual organization. So on, on the local level, these types of organizations, just like the carriage societies and clubs, vary greatly depending on where you are. The next governing organization would be the North American Classic Six Horse Series. This is also another American-Canadian organization. They have draft horse competitions for six-step pitches. Specifically, you know, you have six horses hooked to a wagon. And they also have their classic cart series. They have the youth cart series. They just started the classic halter series two years ago, I believe. The North American Classic Six Horse Series also has the Redrive podcast. And I believe this is the only active, somewhat driving-oriented podcast other than this one that's currently running. There used to be one on the Horse Radio Network called The Driving Show, and that one has been uh, defunct for three years. No, I think two years. I think they stopped uh, producing that one. But anyways, so the Redrive podcast is kind of fun. They talk a lot about what's going on with the Six Horse Classic series, but they also have fun stories about people that have been in the draft horse world. So on the Six Horse Hitch Classic Series, their website is naclassicseries.com or drive6.com. They Both websites work. Drive6 is just a little easier to remember. But they have information about their Classic Series, the cart, the halter, the youth, 
different shows, point standings. If you like to see who's winning, they have a, a championship in September every year. They also do some cool stuff with uh, their youth program. They provide scholarships, which is awesome. And their youth cart series is actually, you know, free for kids to sign up and participate in just to encourage the education and growth of the draft course industry. The final organization I've got on here is the Halflinger and Hitch Pony Championship Series. This is kind of in line with the North American Classic Six Horse Series, but it's with ponies. <laughs> so Halflingers, I think fjords and ponies of draft type, and they are found at HHP pcs.org, Halflinger Hitch Pony Championship Series. They do the six-up, and they also do a cart series. So that's it for the governing organizations. I'm going to move on to educational organizations. We will talk again about the Carriage Association of America. Again, that's CAA Online, and they are very focused on the education part of this driving stuff. They, they're Goal is to help preserve our horse-drawn heritage. They've been around for 60 years. They do stuff like travel trips to, you know, go see historical vehicles and stuff, museums, guided tours. They have, again, the driver proficiency program. They have an education fund. They publish or they offer available books and pamphlets, brochures. And so if you go to their website, you can find all sorts of books on driving, everything from, you know, how to train your horse to drive to restoration and, and carriage maintenance. So, oh, I didn't know that. They offer DVD rentals. That's cool. <laughs> Anyways, so Carriage Association of America, really cool organization. They do focus deeply on the education part. They even have um, carriage shows. So if you think of like the old classic car shows that most people are familiar with, they do that with carriages and carts. So people pull out their fancy old restored vehicles and show them off. And even, you know, people that have built their own new vehicles and stuff like that. So the next organization that's geared kind of towards education is called Rural Heritage. You can find them at ruralheritage.com. Some people may already know them from their bi-monthly magazine, so it's six times a year, called Rural Heritage. And their tagline is, Borrowing from yesterday to do the work of today. It's offering resources to promote self-sufficient and back-to-the-land living. So they gear towards more the agricultural side, using literal horsepower to do stuff. Their website has a whole bunch of resources. They have you know, geared towards not only horses, but oxen, donkey, donkeys and mules, whatever else you might hook to something and, and use. Uh, logging, hoof care, harness and tack. Articles upon articles that are posted here. They even have a uh, sale barn list, listings buy and sell. They have their bookstore. They have books, DVDs, even fun gift items, calendars, what have you back issues of the magazine and of course the magazine subscription so 
this is an awesome resource, especially if you're into draft animal power. And that's a good one to look up if you're interested in that end of the driving spectrum. And, you know, some of the training stuff just goes across the board, whether you're doing performance driving or work driving or even pleasure driving. So my final educational resource is called Coachman's Delight. This is made by Andy Marcou. He's at coachmansdelight.com. Andy Marcou is one of the people who actually helped develop the Carriage Association of America's Driver Proficiency Program. He's a recognized judge for the American Driving Society. He does clinics, training, etc., and so forth. He has an online educational platform. So you can, he does both virtual lessons and you can also purchase and download lesson plans that he has and information through there. He's contributed to a lot of the driving magazines through articles and so forth. A lot of them are on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. If you insert the name of the organization and they have something on social media, you'll, you'll find it. And that about wraps up our first podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it, learned some new things. And remember, you have freedom when you're easy in your hearts.